The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to stop focusing on business problems and start focusing on the growth and leadership of your business. Welcome to The Business Edge with your host, Marsha Zeidel. Learn from savvy, street-smart entrepreneurs how to make the leap from running a stressful business that's always putting out fires to leading a successful company that is innovative, productive, profitable. Now, here's Marsha Zeidel. Welcome to The Business Edge, giving practical advice to entrepreneurs and business leaders on how to take your company, firm, or organization to that next level with less stress and more success. In other words, how to take the growing pains out of growth. I'm Marcia Zeidel, the Smart Moves coach and speaker, helping entrepreneurial ventures and small to medium-sized companies build their leadership and talent to move from an innovative startup to productive scale-up, to a profitable enterprise. My motto is, if you do what you always did, you will get what you always got. Therefore, move outside of your comfort zone. That's where the magic happens. So let's bring some magic to your leadership and business success today. The program is, Growth Brings Change, Change Brings Challenges, Challenges brings opportunities. My guest is David Shuttler, President and CEO of Utility System Solutions, an energy conservation company, telling us about his entrepreneurial journey. He was first on the show last year talking about his transition from a military lawyer to an energy entrepreneur and what adjustments he needed to make. Fast forward, it's 10 years later. His company is no longer a startup. It's a growing enterprise. But with growth comes bigger headaches, more hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more stress, and more demands on your time. Six months ago, Dave was on the show again and discussed the challenges he was facing during his company's growth spurt. Today, he will give us an update on the changes he had to make to keep it alive and well. And most importantly, we'll hear how he is moving forward to build a solid, sustainable, and sellable business. Welcome, Dave. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks, Marcia. Nice to be on again. Well, you know, this is your third time, and it's like you've become a regular. And yeah. we'll love- <laughs> So before we talk about where you are now, let's go back six months and give the listeners a quick synopsis of then. What were you dealing with? Well, we had um, begun to um, realize that uh, we had kind of overexpanded, overhired. Um, we had um, we would we had gotten um, forward of our um, 
our capacity to generate revenue, and consequently, we had to begin downsizing. And the um, the challenge was uh, that um, uh, we, you know, had anticipated sales, uh, but they didn't happen to materialize <laughs> in the time where we could use that revenue to um, to pay for the staff. So we we had to undertake a fairly substantial downsizing. Right, and I remember talking to you six months ago, and. You, you said to me during the break how painful it was to talk about it because you were in the midst of it. Um, yeah. I would imagine it is hard in many different ways, primarily letting go of staff. Can you talk just a bit about that and some of the other things that you know were difficult for you? Yes. The, the hardest part uh, in, in the startup process is um, – uh, the fact that uh, a lot of the people that I hired at the beginning were friends and family, mm-hmm. and uh, so it's very difficult to um, to let those people go, and um, it's it's um, it's a real challenge because the needs of the business have grown grown in a way that the um, maybe the the people that were in those positions um, haven't grown, and um, so uh, trying to get the right fit of of skills and talent in the new positions is is a very difficult thing, and particularly when there's personal attachments and friendships involved, and that was the that was the case for me. It was very difficult to go through that process, and um, there's the um, there's the emotional aspect of it. But then you know you're what you're trying to do, at least we were trying to do, was uh, basically keep the business alive, and so these were just uh, necessary adjustments that had to be made, as painful as they were. Right, and sometimes we do have to do that um, to to move forward. So, <clears throat> was there anything else you were dealing with in your, you know, overexpanding? You, you know, you you, had to, you hired and then you had to let go. You needed to downsize. Um, was that basically it, or did you do some other things? Well, we had um, we realized that we needed to. Uh, put systems in place, and um, the the issue uh, was that you know we we'd had a stellar three years. We had grown from about three point nine million to about thirteen million in three years, and and so um, when you have a lot of um, <laughs> when you have a lot of margin, it har- it hides a lot of management <laughs> mistakes that are that then become apparent when the margin isn't there, and the biggest one that we had to deal with was um, that we did not have critical systems in place. So, um, for example, in the financial area, we were in QuickBooks, which was not keeping up with our what we needed to do uh, in terms of um, in terms of uh, financial tracking. And so we moved to a system called Sage 300. And, mm-hmm. and, um, and so we were in the process of that transition. Uh, so that was one system in place. And then another one is our, our, our sales um, the CRM system, we were basically using a um, a spreadsheet and a and a homegrown um, a database uh, mm-hmm. that was that had you know it worked okay for what we were doing, but uh, we needed to move to a more robust system, and we we selected a uh, a database called uh, Cosential to do that. It allows us to track um, a lot of different threads in a particular project and, and make sure all the all the pieces come together and then um, kind of core to the to the operation of the business itself um, is a system called SharePoint 
which is um, a way to uh, keep our 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 documents and our and uh, well, it's all our assets like um, um, vehicles and cell phones and laptops and all that. Uh, keep that all accounted for in a way that's um, that's trackable. And so we were also in the process while this was going on of converting to those systems and. Um, uh, that whole process it takes an awful lot of energy and time and, and resources, but now we finished those, and so we have um, completed the the transition uh, on the personnel side, and also completed the transition on the system side. Right, and so you, you that very <clears throat> very interestingly, let's move to now because you talked about what was then, what were some of the. Uh, challenges you were facing and how you were dealing with those challenges. So now that you've weathered the storm and you've, you know, you put in different kinds of systems, um, what are you doing now? You know, you and I talked a bit about creating a culture. Um, So, you know, talk a little bit about that. Well, um, so we, uh, before uh, I went through this whole process, I did not give a lot of thought to the culture of the of the company. I thought it just kind of evolves as it does. But it's really um, a core, uh, essential element of of getting all the pieces to fit. And so um, we've paid close attention to um, our culture and. Um, we take, um, I guess, readings or gauges of it by um, seeing how employees are interacting with each other. Sort of the, the 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 thing to be avoided in my mind was the silos. We had previously three separate silos: sales, ops, finance, and so lines of communication across those silos were were somewhat uh, limited, and so. The culture needed to be of no silos, open communication, team approach, um, easy easy um, access across those silos for the pieces to fit. And so um, <clears throat> we had to institute that through a couple of things. One was um, we instituted some policy letters, which were sort of foundational, and then um, updated our employee handbook to to encourage um, that type of thing, but the the culture um, getting to a, a good culture, happy culture, is is a very very complex thing, and so um, uh, what we how we feel about it now is that um, as we're looking to bring in new hires, then um, one of the key uh, considerations for those folks, not just their uh, as I said before, talent and skill, but also Another core question, do they fit in our culture? Do they contribute to the culture? And um, so that's, um, that's uh, a criteria. And, and really one of those elements, one of the kind of the key elements is, are, do they show initiative? Are, mm. are, they, are they willing to pick up uh, and, and, um, and get something done, that, searching out what a problem is and how a solution could be put together and then putting that together? So um, when you have that element in the culture, then then the, the, the group collectively kind of works and moves together. And I think you, you did bring up a very good point about, um, and, and so many companies are moving to, this, to this direction, which is, yes, we want someone who has the skill sets and the experience, but we're also looking at, will that person fit in? What is that person's attitude? Um, what kind of, you know, what kind of person is going to work best with 
our team. So, you know, just thinking about it, because I'm sure you have, one of the things you said that you're looking for in, you know, with new hires to fit into your culture is do they take initiative? Um, Are there other things that you're looking for uh, in terms of, you know, the kinds of people that would work well within your company? Yes. um, Our search for... um, for new employees, because we're a veteran-owned small business, um, we look to the veteran population. Uh, we've, we feel that since we service largely federal, um, um, the, the federal agencies and, and um, federal energy needs, what we're looking for is, um, is veterans who have a specific uh, skill and, and, and a specific talent. Um, and so we're, we're looking for that. We're looking for culture. It's sort of this, this matrix of issues. Um, and our feeling is that it just really needs to be intentional. We've got to work on it every day. We've got to really mm-hmm. think about it. And so they need to be thinking along that as well. Um, and particularly since we're, we're servicing a lot of military agencies, uh, the Department of Defense, the Veteran Department of uh, uh, the uh, uh, Veterans Affairs, we need folks who are who are um, of that mind, and um, and once we've um, once we've gotten clear about the culture, the initiative, the the proactive, the resourcefulness approach, everything mm-hmm. else kind of falls into place. And I've got a quote. I got to prepare a quote for you. <laughs> okay, Peter go Drucker. ahead. Peter Drucker. Well, I knew you'd ask this question, so I got, I love this one. Peter Drucker says, "Culture eats strategy for lunch." Yes. Yes. I think that's cool. <laughs> Yes, um, and yes, it is cool, and and I think at the same time, I'm sure he's not saying don't have a strategy, but he's saying no, 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 definitely yeah. not at all. Um, but you could have this wonderful strategy, but if you don't have that culture to implement it, then it is going to go by the wayside. Um, you know, that's that. You, you know, I want to talk just a little bit more about your culture because I've been to your office a couple of times, and one of the things I and well, I noticed two things. Um, one is probably because of the work you do. Um, you just can't walk into your office. Uh, you either have to have to pass. Uh, pass keys to it, or someone will come in, in come in and bring you in. At the same time, when someone does come, um, it's always friendly. It is, uh, Dave will be with you soon. Would you like to have a drink of water? Uh, anything, you know, please sit down. Um, you may have some cookies there at some time or some candy. Uh, was this a conscious effort on your part of, of developing that kind of culture? I think it is. Um, our our intention is that that people be um, welcomed in. It's sort of the the um, ancient hospitality notion, um, and so uh, yes, we try to. Um, the first you come in, and there's sort of um, um, a couch and uh, comfortable um, waiting area, and then mm-hmm. right off of that is our is our um, you know snack and and break area, so that um, people that that come in can be, um, you know, relax for a little while, get something to drink, some coffee. We have coffee available and, and coffee for our employees. And um, we're, I don't think it's like some of these software companies that have all kinds of, all <laughs> kinds of perks, but it's nice. You know, it's got <clears throat> donuts. Don't, we have donuts today, for example, if you want to come by. <laughs> um, and, uh, 
and uh, um, coffee and drinks and that type of thing available, which which is again part of the relaxed culture, and um, that's by intention. That's um, our office manager kind of researched that and mm-hmm. and uh, came up with different um, kinds of coffees and hot chocolate and different things, teas that people like, uh, so that it's um, it's it's adding <clears throat> by design, adding to the productivity. Well, you know, this is a really good time for a short break. I'm Marcia Zidal, the Smart Moves Coach, and my guest is David Shuttler, uh, CEO and President of uh, Utility System Solutions, and you're listening to The Business Edge, so stay tuned. There's a science for building a successful business. The number one requirement is that you have a management system that controls all its moving parts. Without the system, your business is disorganized. Your quality is inconsistent. Your customers complain. With this system, your business is transformed into a finely tuned machine that is innovative, productive, profitable. Sign up now for the Manage Hub Quick Start Workshop. It's completely free, and you'll get instant access to ManageHub software, training, and support. Go from stressful to successful. Visit MarciaZidle.com. That's M-A-R-C-I-A-Z-I-D-L-E.com. Have you heard the great news? Snelling has been awarded Best of Staffing by both clients and candidates for their remarkable service, an achievement less than 1% of all workforce solutions companies can claim. Simply put, Snelling's satisfaction scores are more than double the industry average. We call it People Plus, and you'll understand why when you give us a call. Call us at 1-800-411-6401 or visit our webpage at www.snelling.com. That's 1-800-411-6401 or S-N-E-L-L-I-N-G dot com. Have you ever heard of someone who felt stuck in a challenging situation, feeling sideswiped by an event that took their success path off course? Glenn Ramsey, the entrepreneur blind spot coach, will help you to identify the unnoticeable reasons why you've derailed and get back on track with your KPI goals. Get realigned with success and connect with Glenn, the blind spot coach, at Glenn at InspireNexus.com to schedule your free discovery coaching session today. That's Glenn, G-L-E-N, at InspireNexus.com. Have you heard the great news? Snelling has been awarded Best of Staffing by both clients and candidates for their remarkable service, an achievement less than 1% of all workforce solutions companies can claim. Simply put, Snelling's satisfaction scores are more than double the industry average. We call it People Plus, and you'll understand why when you visit our webpage at www.snelling.com. That's www.snelling.com. S-N-E-L-L-I-N-G.com. You're tuned in to The Business Edge with Marsha Zidal. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome to The Business Edge. 
I'm Marcia Zidal, the Smart Moose Coach, helping entrepreneurial ventures and small to medium-sized companies build the leadership and the talent to move from innovative startup to productive scale-up to profitable enterprise. My guest today is David Shuttler, President and CEO of Utility System Solutions. And he's been giving us real-world insights on how growth brings change, and change brings challenges, and challenges bring opportunities. And when we left off in the first segment, Dave talked about then, what it was like then, six months ago, when he was dealing with uh, the challenge of very rapid growth. And then he moved to now, talking about how he weathered the storm, and now, more excitingly, we're going to go to what's next, because this is where he's moving his business forward. So tell us a bit about what's next. Certainly. Um, well, our company has been focusing in the federal marketplace, and particularly on campus environments like um, a VA hospital or a prison environment or a um, a uh, dorm uh, environment at a military base. So our our solutions in lighting and in steam are energy efficient solutions for campus environments. Mm-hmm. And we have we have done for ten years. We have done federal work and um, having gone through some recent SBA supported uh, courses, small business administration supported courses. Um, the question that we were asked as as uh, business owners was, um, is there any reason that that market uh, couldn't be expanded? And in my case, the answer was no. We we could expand our our offering. Um, that's focused on energy on campus environments into other areas. And so um, we use the term mush as the area that is targets that we're going for. It's easy to remember, um, but it refers to So tell to me municipal. what mush sta- – tell the listeners what mush stands for, okay, because yeah, I didn't even know myself. Okay. Right. Municipal, mm-hmm. universities, schools, and hospitals. And, and if you think of those, each of those has something of a campus environment, right. um, and each of them have the same issues uh, with uh, lighting, the same issues with steam if they're on a steam loop, uh, same issues with insulation. That's another area that we have an expertise. And so what we decided to do by intention was to move our offering from just on the federal side to the the mush side, the municipal, university, schools, and hospitals. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so um, how is, how is that going? And I think you just I want to know you know tell the listeners how is it going, and this is something that you've just started. Am I correct on that? Well, yes, we've been we've been we worked on it for about a year to get all the pieces in place, and and um, and now it's underway. And so our our company approach is. To do a soup to nuts solution, so we we um, audit the the energy problem, we recommend a solution, we install it, we can um, maintain it and service it. And so, um, in the military, we used to call this uh, like a missile would be fire and forget. For the end user, once we're engaged, the 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 whole thing is going to be taken care of. Um, the project is going to be executed as it should be, and they will worry about 
their next issue. So we've taken that same approach, and now we've made it accessible through the General Service Administration schedule, the GSA schedule, to um, these marketplaces, municipal, university, school, and hospital. And um, so... Uh, we recently had a, um, we think, kind of a resounding success where we were trying to solve a problem at a uh, Bureau of Manhattan Community College. Uh, and um, literally in the last three weeks, um, we were able to put that whole uh, whole project together. Uh, it's in the $350,000 range, and that project came together because they can access our solution, which had been federal, through the federal GSA schedule, it's a little complicated, but they can access it on that GSA schedule um, and can purchase the solution that we have at the federal discounted rate. And that's what makes it kind of kind of appealing. It's um, the federal government requires that they be um, our most favored customer. So that pricing, that very um, very competitive pricing in the marketplace, is passed on then to. Um, state and local municipalities, um, schools, colleges, that type of thing. So, so the the mush market that we're targeting is now um, accessible through, interestingly, a federal vehicle, and it's um, it's pretty exciting for us because they simply have to. Um, uh, basically request a quote, and then we can put the project together. So um, that's one area. And then um, there are some other avenues that if you'd like me to address, I can do that as well. Right. And I think what, what, what we're – the key learning point from this is that um, – you you are taking on new lines of business now you know yes you, you have a very specific area but that 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 learning can be utilized by anyone who has a business to look at what are the different areas where can we take what we have our expertise and where else can you can we use it and i think you've given a very good example of that um yeah tell me a, a, another example of how you are looking at or uh, going after uh, new lines of business? Well, um, so to your point, I really think that the limitation was in my own mind. Uh-huh. I had pretty well decided that we were going to just focus on federal, and and, um, and even though this might be a solution for other people, it wasn't it wasn't something that we that we wanted to pursue. And so once I changed that thinking, then some other things began to look um, attractive. Uh, for example, there are um, a number of they're, they're called energy savings companies or ESCOs that do energy work. And they do it not just in federal, but in state and local as well. And they're looking for some of the solutions that we offer, steam and lighting and and, um, insulation and that type of thing, as well as um, we have a a new offering, uh, wireless pneumatic thermostats that convert um, regular pneumatic thermostats into smart uh, digital thermostats. And so those solutions uh, can be offered, again, now not just through the federal end user, or the state end user, but through um, projects that are that are basically funded, financed by um, these energy savings companies: um, Honeywell, Johnson Controls, Amoresco, Schneider, um, are are uh, some of these that that do this type of work. And so our target has been: let's present our solutions to these uh, companies that that want to um, expand. 
um, uh, into the marketplace and um, and and use some of these um, technical solutions that we have provided. So we've moved from just targeting the federal end users, which I say was a limitation in my own thinking, right. to going to other other providers of solutions like the ESCOs, and then other end users like the state and municipal uh, entities. And so now that you have, again, you're talking about strategic strategy, you're moving your your strategies to um, uh, marketing to new lines of business to uh, different customers. Let's then move forward because now you need salespeople. And so you and I had a conversation a couple of days ago about, mm-hmm. you know, um, what kinds of sales folks are you going, are you looking for? And has that, has that been different from the sales folks that you had previously? So talk about that and that, that challenge. Right. So um, it, in order to give a salesperson a charter that allows him or her to um, to succeed, we, we have to kind of know what it is that we want them to target. And so we had to sort of figure that part out first. That having been figured out, then the, then the sales engineer search would be along the lines of, we'd like um, an individual who has a background, um, for example, a mechanical engineering background, uh, but who has worked um, with cities or who has worked with um, communities uh, in the private sector, uh, and who can develop business in those areas, as opposed to maybe previously we were just thinking in terms of a person with federal background because that mm-hmm. was the federal marketplace. So we're looking for uh, sales engineers who have a um, a knowledge base that includes our, the solutions that we're talking about that I was mentioning before, insulation and steam and lighting and, and uh, wireless thermostats, but also has a knowledge of... Um, the um, uh, the communities and the and the and the state needs, and particularly in the educational area, this is where we're finding this is the campus environment almost universally. They have, they have campuses, they have um, lighting needs, they have steam needs, they have controls needs, they have um, a, a number of energy efficiency requirements that aren't mandated federally necessarily, but they are mandated by their own operational um, economics. They, they, these things have to work for them. And so um, we would hire a sales engineer who could have that conversation with those um, with those end users. Yes, and, and you brought up a, another key learning point here, which is before you go out to hire someone, know what you're looking for. And, um, and it may be different from the type of uh, person that has been in the uh, in that position before, and so yes, you're looking for, and I assume not only that they have um, the technical expertise, but they would you be also looking for someone that has sales background as well? Yes, um, the 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 terminology that we often hear is um, sales engineer, and um, the reason for that is. Um, uh, there are a number of engineers that would do design work that might not do sales work, but um, a a developer is a person who has the engineering background, but also understands the the communication and the um, and the uh, I would guess you'd say the um, the uh, uh, negotiation and right. um, persuasion skills that would say here's a solution for you and this is one that makes sense and 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 can develop a a solution for an end user. 
And so um, before we go on to my favorite question, uh, which is, um, you know, what changes you've had to make in your leadership, uh, because everyone needs to change as, as the company changes, the leadership has to change. But I wanted to give you the opportunity to say, you know, you talked about what's next, and that's the mush market and um, how it's providing you with opportunities and that you need um, – you're looking at a sales a sales engineer with specific skills. Um, is there anything else that you you know want to add to that before we get to to you personally? Um, well, um, one of the things that we had talked about previously was the need to um, uh, adjust um, in terms of my own uh, leadership or my approach. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, would this be an appropriate time to kind of sure? That? Let's do that, and then we can carry okay. it on to the next segment. Yes. Yeah, so tell okay. me, because okay. you, you had some really good insights, and I think I think other entrepreneurs are going to learn from your insights. So go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's a book called um, uh, Blueprint to a Billion, um, and uh, it talks about um, the the utility of having. A Mr. Inside and a Mr. Outside, and so if you think some of the some of the huge um, successes in the in the business world, they have um, bifurcated their their um, their their senior senior leadership um, roles, uh, typically along two individuals, um, one who's out on the perimeter working the working the outside and developing, and then one who is inside the business. And making the trains run on time, and and making sure that it's operating smoothly, and uh, so we have evolved to that point um, you know, from the from the point when initially it was just um, one guy doing kind of all kinds of things, and then now we've differentiated, and so I'm Mr. Outside, and then I have a a vice president who is essentially running the business in terms of all the, like we talked about the systems and the Mm -hmm. financial systems Mm -hmm. and all those things. So he's in charge of all those pieces, which frees me up to um, to my highest and best use, which is uh, which is in the development side, and and um, and then and then bringing in new opportunities, bringing in um, n- new relationships, establishing those. So um, so the whole process. Um, th- this was uh, some of the training that I received from the Small Business Administration, and the and the uh, another course that I was fortunate to take, which is the uh, Goldman Sachs Ten Thousand Small Business Course. Um, and the insight of it was that when you're when you're starting out, you're kind of doing everything, mm-hmm. and then as you move one step away from that, um, then you're teaching that other person, and then um, moving one step, you're managing the teachers of the people that are doing, and then after that, you're you're um, you're you're stepping into a role that you're. Um, uh, and delegating all of that, and and that's kind of where I've gotten to. So so the operation of all of those steps is um, it's not completely out of my purview, but it's but it's the the principal responsibility of Mister Inside, and and kind of going through that migration, I think is a is a is a big step, and each of it each of those steps requires uh, a huge level of trust. And so, right. you know, finding that relationship, getting the culture right, and then and then being able to take that step, all of that um, is, uh, is, I think, uh, critical to being able to grow. Well, at this point, this is a great point 
to take a short break. Um, this is Marcia Zidal. I'm the Smart Moves Coach. Um, and uh, my guest is uh, David Shuttler, uh, CEO and uh, President of Utility uh, uh, System Solutions. Um, you're listening to The Business Edge, and stay tuned. Have you heard the great news? Snelling has been awarded Best of Staffing by both clients and candidates for their remarkable service, an achievement less than 1% of all workforce solutions companies can claim. Simply put, Snelling's satisfaction scores are more than double the industry average. We call it People Plus, and you'll understand why when you give us a call. Call us at 1-800-411-6401 or visit our webpage at www.snelling.com. That's 1-800-411-6401 or S-N-E-L-L-I-N-G.com. Have you ever heard of someone who felt stuck in a challenging situation, feeling sideswiped by an event that took their success path off course? Glenn Ramsey, the entrepreneur blind spot coach, will help you to identify the unnoticeable reasons why you've derailed and get back on track with your KPI goals. Get realigned with success and connect with Glenn, the blind spot coach, at Glenn at InspireNexus.com to schedule your free discovery coaching session today. That's Glenn, G-L-E-N, at InspireNexus.com. Have you heard the great news? Snelling has been awarded Best of Staffing by both clients and candidates for their remarkable service, an achievement less than 1% of all workforce solutions companies can claim. Simply put, Snelling's satisfaction scores are more than double the industry average. We call it People Plus, and you'll understand why when you visit our webpage at www.snelling.com. That's www.snelling.com. S-N-E-L-L-I-N-G.com. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. You're tuned in to The Business Edge with Marsha Zidal. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back to The Business Edge. I'm Marcia Zidal, Smart Moves Coach, helping entrepreneurial ventures and small to medium-sized companies build the leadership and the talent to move from innovative startup to productive scale-up to profitable enterprise. My guest today has been David Shuttler, President and CEO of Utility System Solutions, and he's been giving us real-world insights on how Growth brings change, change brings challenges, challenges brings opportunities. And Dave has been talking about how he had his entrepreneurial journey from starting out 
um, and transitioning from a military lawyer to an energy entrepreneur to uh, scaling up his starting up and then scaling up his business. And now he was talking about what's next for his business and some really um, lots of opportunities that are there. So for um, for the entrepreneurs who are listening, for small business owners who are listening, Dave, uh, what would be some final thoughts for them? What can you tell them from your own experience that can be helpful to them? Well, I think the principal thing is that um, they're not alone. And um, for the, the small business uh, startup, I think the feeling is that you're kind of you're kind of, uh, if I don't do it, no one will, and you're kind of on your own, and you're uh, a bit in isolation. And um, so I have uh, felt that and, and lived in that and, and, and still feel it sometimes now, but, but I have observed through, um, I mentioned these two courses that I'm fortunate enough to take. Um, the, the SBA uh, has a course called E200 or Emerging Leaders, and then Goldman Sachs has a course called 10,000 Small Businesses. And what I found in those courses is that um, there are, uh, uh, I don't know how, many, how, to, how to say how many, millions, 27 million small business owners, um, and all pulling on the same ore and, um, and feeling the same way. So um, they are not alone. The other other entrepreneurs that are trying to solve this problem. Um, and there are a hundred hands reaching out to help. And I, I particularly commend the Small Business Administration. I, I find, you know, normally you wouldn't think that a federal bureaucracy uh, would have uh, a human face and a human touch, but they do. And um, and uh, as I've worked with them over time, I, I found them to be unfailingly helpful. And you'll see them in all kinds of places, like small business development centers. You'll see them in community colleges. You'll see them um, in uh, a number of out reach locations uh, and um, they they really are the, the real deal so I commend uh, that to other small business owners who are who are sometimes maybe feeling um, they're all they're all by themselves uh, there are other other resources that are available and I commend both of those courses if, if they can apply for those I, I think that they're wonderful and I think that is such great information because many, many of the people out there listening may feel they're all alone, and they're not. There are, there are tremendous resources out there to help them. So I want to thank you so much, David, for uh, keeping uh, me and our listeners up to date on your entrepreneurial journey. I'm looking forward to maybe six months from now having sure. you on and saying, where you know, you where are here. Six, <laughs> yeah, and where are you going and what's next? Next. But uh, for sure. those out there, why don't you tell them uh, just a little bit, you know, about your company and how to contact you? Okay. Sure. Um, so our principal focus is um, we deliver energy savings. It's it's what we do every day. Uh, we do it in steam. We do it in lighting. We do it in insulation. And then recently, as you mentioned, the new line of business that we're that we're undertaking is these wireless pneumatic thermostats. Um, and in in each of these things, what we're doing is we're we're 
uh, making it such that the the end user um, has a positive experience as they're dealing with us and then has an actual economic value as mm-hmm. we've concluded. So um, our vision is after having successfully worked in the government space to now move into the private sector. And so listeners that are interested in doing that, um, if they would like to uh, contact our company, um, uh, my um, uh, website, the website is uh, www.us2inc.com and um, our um, my uh, direct line, the office line is 214-302-8187. So I'm, I'm happy to chat with folks that might have uh, an interest in those areas. And um, our, our company stands ready to, to help in that energy solution as it arises for them. Okay, and just uh, to make sure that the listeners uh, got your website, can you say just a little slower? And because uh, I was trying to write it down and I didn't get it that you know. So I was I was so excited I was rushing through that. Wasn't I? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's the three W's. Right. Dot U.S. the number two. I N C India November Charlie Inc. U.S. two Inc. Dot com. Got it. And why don't you give your, our, your phone number again? Yeah, well. we've, we've got an 800 number. It's easy to remember. So it's um, 888-4US2, so 4 and then US, the number 2, Right. 911. So wow. for US2 help. <laughs> yeah. Should be able that to remember that. That is great. Um, Again, thank you so much. It's such a delight to have you on the program. And for you t- for... And I commend you for being so open and honest about the challenges you've had, uh, how you're dealing with them, and also looking at, you know, um, I'm part of, sometimes it's me that is, is, is stifling our growth. And uh, every leader needs to look at that as well. So I want to thank you again and looking forward to talking with you again. Thanks so much. Appreciate being on the show. You're welcome. Now it's time for Marsha's Musings. It's time for Marsha's Musings, a tasty morsel of wisdom and wit to take the growing pains out of growth. Your big idea, is it just a dream or can it be a reality? Like many ambitious, forward-thinking leaders, you have an idea and want to make it happen. It could be getting a big project, a big contract, or even a company off the ground. So I asked a group of business leaders... Um, who had a track record of success, this question. It is, in turning your idea into reality, what lessons can you share with us? It was a lively discussion. What I distilled was the five P's of success. This is what they said. The first P is purpose. To begin with, you must identify what it is that you really wish to accomplish, and it should have meaning for you. Ideas are a dime a dozen, but if you're not passionately invested in your big idea, nothing will ever happen. Most people just give lip services to their ideas. Second P is plan. Don't overthink it. Do your research, make a simple plan, and just go with it. See how the market reacts to your idea. Is it full steam ahead or back to the drawing board or something in between? Realize as you work your plan, your plan will change and change again. The third P is people. 
You can't do it alone, and you will never accomplish things alone. Look at the iPhone, for example. It wasn't developed solely by Steve Jobs. It was the creativity of many people. Therefore, hire the right people, go for quality over quantity, and pay them what they're worth. They will make your business prosper. The fourth pre is proceed. Ideas come and go. It's execution and follow-through that will make them a reality. Every small step you take will open the way for more clarity, direction, and how-to. Whatever idea you have, test it out, and if it fails, it fails. Learn from it and keep moving forward. And the fifth and final P is persistence. Keep at it. It's as simple as that. Learn what works and what doesn't. But most importantly, learn to adapt. Recognize that you aren't going to always get it right, but have enough determination to stay in the course in the midst of change, challenge, and times that are chaotic. So here's a small smart moves tip for the week. Years ago, I saw Patch Adams, an American physician and social activist author, speak at a conference, and he was asked this question at the end of an amazing presentation. The question is, how do you make your big idea happen? His answer, every day do at least one thing towards your dream. Maybe it's a phone call, an email, a new book to read, whatever it is, as long as it's taking you one step closer to your dream. Listeners, what could you do today, right now, that would lead you closer to what you want to create, build, develop, get off the ground? I'd like to hear from you. Contact me at Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com or call 972-380-9181. You're listening to Marcia Zidle, the Smart Moves Coach, making sure you're on the right track and not getting sidetracked in your drive for high performance and profitability. I'll end with my favorite quote. There are three kinds of people in this world. Those who make it happen, those who let it happen, those who ask what happened. Which one are you? If you're highly motivated to make it happen, let me make it happen as a smart moose coach. Thank you for listening to The Business Edge, helping um, entrepreneurial uh, ventures and small to medium-sized companies build their leadership and talent to move from innovative startup to productive scale-up to profitable enterprise. Remember, to be successful, you must get outside your comfort zone. That's where the magic happens. Thank you. You've been listening to The Business Edge with Marsha Zidle, the Smart Moves Coach. Join us again next Friday, noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Make the leap from a stressful to a successful business. You've been listening to The Business Edge with Marsha Zidle, the Smart Moves Coach. Join us again next Friday, noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Make the leap from a stressful to a successful business.